0: Hello, and welcome to the Sex Within Marriage podcast. My name is JD, and I blog over at uncoveringintimacy.com. If you've ever wondered what causes lust, attraction, and attachment, and what exactly changes between a new relationship and a long-term one, then this is the episode for you. Last month, I received a question from our anonymous have a question page that I think saw a lot of confusion between all of these, so I figured I'd take the opportunity to explain the differences in case others are similarly confused, while, of course, answering his question. So he writes, Hi Jay, I'm an incredibly driven and passionate person who runs a successful business with a large team. I'm 35 and keep myself very fit. My wife also tries to look after herself, but isn't as driven as I am. I'm a very visual person and physical attraction has always been a non-negotiable in a partner. We have been married for 15 years, but I have struggled for most of our marriage to be attracted to my wife at times. She is what many guys would find attractive, but I'm only attracted to very skinny body types. She was perfect when I met her, but has gained a small amount of weight. She isn't fat by any means, but I just don't have the I-want-to-rip-your-clothes-off feeling, and sometimes seeing her naked is a turnoff. She is obviously very hurt by this, but I can't see a way for us to move forward. I love her, but that isn't enough to want to be sexually attracted to her. How can we move forward in a godly way when the physical attraction that is crucial for me just isn't there sometimes, and she is unwilling to change? Alright, so... I did a survey a while back wherein 96% of husbands found that they were equally or more attracted to their wife than when they got married. This was regardless of age, weight gain, physical health, fitness level, or anything else. And this matches with psychology studies, which show that we tend to adjust our preferences to fit what our current reality is in our life. Coupled people tend to rate their partner as subjectively more attractive than others would objectively. And there are A few reasons for this. One is that our brains like to adapt to make us feel like we're winning. The second is that we tend to prefer things that we focus on positively. But it turns out that you, this questioner, is one of the 4%. Now, in my experience, people that are in the 4% usually have something going on that's interfering with a natural increase in attraction that happens in a marriage because almost everyone thinks that their spouse is quote unquote perfect when they first get romantically involved. They think that they're hot, sexy, and they just want to rip their clothes off, as you said. That's a perfectly normal infatuation slash new relationship energy response. And here's why. When a new romantic relationship is formed, what we call quote-unquote love, researchers have broken down into three separate yet often overlapping and interrelated parts. The first is lust, the second is attraction, and the third is attachment. And in this question, we're dealing with lust and attraction mostly, but I think the attachment likely also plays a role. So let's deal with lust first. Lust is driven by testosterone and estrogen. Um, These two hormones grow the simple designer to be sexually gratified. Testosterone increases libido, you know, in other words, your desire for sex and estrogen enhances that feeling. This is why many women find that they have a higher drive when they're ovulating uh, because estrogen is at its highest then, and it increases the effect of the testosterone in their bodies. For men, testosterone and estrogen are fairly static, so you don't see the same sort of cycles. They both also tend to drop off with age, so as you get grow older, you're less likely to have that I-really-want-sex feeling. Attraction, on the other hand, is driven by dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin. Uh, Dopamine is often called the reward hormone. It gets released when we do something that makes us feel good or when we've quote unquote won something. When you're in a new relationship, a lot of dopamine is released as well as norepinephrine. Norepinephrine, also known as noradrenaline, gets released when we're under stress and it's related to the flight or fight response. Uh, it affects a lot of systems, including increasing blood flow and causing you to focus on the thing that's stressing you. Now, in the case case of a new relationship, it's a good stress, but it still has the same response. You know, blood flow is increased everywhere, which leads to arousal and hyperfocusing on the your attraction, causes everything else in the world not to matter as much. Serotonin, on the other hand, isn't released; it's actually reduced, and Dopamine and norepinephrine together make us feel really good. They make us feel giddy and energized and euphoric. And the reduced serotonin causes part of your brain to actually shut down, particularly the, the rational parts. This is why you may not notice any of the flaws that your newfound love interest has. You know, this lower serotonin also makes you more aggressive, more daring, more impulsive. And in high doses, will it causes what we call infatuation. Uh, You have trouble trouble focusing on anything else. You feel amazing and all all you can see is the good things about your love interest. In short, they appear perfect to you. Now, when you're trying to start a new relationship, this is very helpful. It's a lot easier to jump right in when you think that the other person is perfect. I, I mean, there's apparently no downside from your perspective at that point. It's an easy win. And while attraction and lust are strong in new relationship, attachment tends to be the predominant facet in long-term relationships, although it still plays a role in new ones. Uh, the two main chemicals responsible here are oxytocin and vasopressin. Oxytocin is also often called the love hormone, and this chemical is what makes you feel bonded and emotionally safe and connected and all those kind of things. In new relationships, this hormone is produced in large quantities. My guess is that it's to overcome the uncomfortableness of being vulnerable with someone that you just haven't had a chance to grow trust with yet. In long-term relationships like marriage, we don't quite get the same levels very easily. So you have to work a bit harder to get the same effect having trust for each other, spending time with each other, positive communication, physical touch, uh, processing bonding cues, staying faithful, having positive memories of your relationship, showing empathy for each other, and uh, well, orgasms too, are all linked to higher levels of oxytocin. Um, Those all take effort, time, and a solid relationship, whereas in a new relationship, oxytocin abounds quite easily. So if you aren't investing in your marriage, then you aren't going to get these same feelings. And even if you are, they won't likely be at the same level. Vasopressin, on the other hand, makes you feel like you want to protect your spouse to keep them safe, both physically and emotionally. It's what drives people to say things like, you know, I would die for my spouse and be willing to make sacrifices for them as well. So now, if you're 15 years into a long-term relationship, the new relationship energy slash infatuation has long since worn off. And if you haven't been working on the attachment part of your marriage, then, well, you're going to have a very hard time finding your spouse attractive. You know, and it's not her fault for not being perfect. It's your responsibility to cultivate an adult relationship rather than one based on infatuation. And it kind of sounds like you never did that. Most likely you married her not because you loved her, but because you loved how she made you feel. And that's not an attack. I, I think many of us were married for that reason, but at some point it has to shift because your brain won't keep those chemicals up for long. So I think it's start to, time to start investing in your marriage. Now, there are two other things that might cause this sort of attraction. The most likely is that you're looking at porn, having an affair, or otherwise focusing on other women. Since you're focusing on them positively, that's what your brain is rewiring your preferences to. It could also be that you're envisioning envisioning your quote-unquote perfect wife from 15 years ago, and that your brain is focusing on that as the ideal, doing a comparison with your real wife, and then you're programming your brain to see that you're not attracted to her. This is still along the same lines as an affair because you're focusing on a fantasy version of your spouse, not your actual spouse. As well. If you're comparing them to your spouse and then thinking negatively about your spouse for long enough, you'll find that you don't like them as much anymore as well. Uh, This leads me to my second, though less likely situation, that there is a serious relationship issue, to the point that you look at your wife negatively as a person and that's spilling over into how you perceive her physically. Since you don't mention any other relationship issues, that may not be it, uh, but it does happen to some people. So I'm gonna say, Stop looking at other women, be it porn or nudes or webcams, the neighbor or women walking down the street whatever. And instead, focus on your wife and finding something that you find attractive about her. Uh, Pay attention to those qualities or attributes and not on anything that you find less than attractive. And work on loving your wife. Your response makes it seem like you're solely focused on her looks. You know, not perfect shouldn't be a detractor. Uh, because no one is perfect anyways. And it's no wonder that she's hurt by this. Frankly, you've taken a personal issue with yourself and pushed it onto her. And that's fairly cruel, really, uh, to tell someone that they're not attractive because they aren't perfect. That's an unattainable goal. And if I was in her shoes, I'd also be seriously concerned about the fact that I'm married to someone so shallow. So I think that's how you move forward in a godly way, by not requiring your spouse to reach a level of perfection before you deem them worthy of your attraction. And frankly, the question just sort of screamed narcissist tendencies, which makes me also wonder if perhaps you should pursue some therapy to see if there's anything in your past that might have caused this sort of stance. My understanding is that typically narcissism stems from a deep inferiority complex and you might be projecting that onto your wife. So in summary, I think you're quote she is unwilling to change is misdirected it seems like you have some big adjustments to make for yourself